Welcome back. My throat is nice and wet. Because <laughs> you just drank water, right? Yes. I was like, why else would it be wet? Just kidding. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. This is our third episode of the night. So if we just sound like we're going crazy, that might be why. Welcome to Historia, where it's always chaotic. <laughs> Absolutely. Always. I'm Kylie. I'm Jamie. And we are coming at you with King Henry Part 2. Part 2? <laughs> no, have you ever watched, um, it's like Monty Python? Oh, yeah. My mom always tells okay. me that I have to watch like uh, the Mel Gibson Monty Python. Eh, and I'm like, difference. the one Monty, Monty Python is the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah, that's only one I've seen. I think I'm I love that movie I could watch it on repeat it's a I, good one. Oh gosh we watched it in my king um king arthur class mm-hmm. and it's just it was so great the night that we watched it because my class was at like 7 30 at night mm. and we just it goes until like 10 p.m so we just watched it for the entire <laughs> class because it was like two it's over like two hours that's funny but it's just they ran out of money for the funding of the film, so that's oh. why like the ending is so abrupt. That makes more sense now. I was always wondering why it just like ended like that. <laughs> it was so, it's such a weird ending. Oh my it's gosh. just the cops show up and just arrest everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's, that's love it. The only funding they had instead of having like a full on battle. <laughs> the only funding. Yeah, they couldn't afford to like get swords. <laughs> the clacking of the coconuts in the French men oh yes, soldiers yes, yes are my favorite oh man i need to watch that it's been a while god it's so good i tried making james watch it and he was like what is this and i'm like it's monty python and the holy grail get wrecked, <laughs> wrecked. oh i love that <laughs> i say we say i say that to him all the time get wrecked <laughs> whenever we're just like arguing about something stupid or whatever instead of saying like oh fuck you i'm just like get wrecked <laughs> It's like the 90s. <laughs> Is that 90s? I don't know. I feel like it sounds like a 90s saying. Probably. Get wrecked. It's like buzz off. <laughs> On to tar- part two. <laughs> tart. Tart two. So last week we talked about King Henry VIII's first three wives. Dramatic. And now we have three more. I'm intrigued. I am like super developed. I know. This is intense. Enveloped. Enveloped. Yeah. Obsessed. Right, right, right. Okay. Well, I think it's time to just jump right on in. Don't you think? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So we just left off um, with our beautiful Queen Jane Seymour dying. R.I.P. And Henry, so sad. He wore black for three months. I forgot to mention when Catherine of Aragon died, his first wife, um, him and Anne wore yellow to her wedding or to her funeral, but they didn't, not her funeral after her funeral. I cannot talk. Yellow. They wore yellow because that to show like they didn't care that she died. That's so sad. I know. Like little bitches. (laughs) Um, okay. So jumping into wife number four. At this point, Henry is 48 years old. Gross. His temper is getting worse by the minute. So he's becoming an old man. Basically, yeah. Um, He mourned Jane for two years before deciding to get married again. That's a big deal for him because he usually does not care that much about women. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But he's like, I need another son because what if something happens to him? You know? Wow. So he's like, 
he remembered the story of his brother dying young and he's like it could happen to us too or to me too like how it did with arthur dying and then we needed another king and so he's like we gotta have i gotta have another son yeah it has to happen um the ministers wanted him to make a political marriage when he broke with rome to marry anne he made many enemies with the catholic the catholics in europe um, all due to Anne giving him the idea, you know, to be head of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, England needed new allies. Nobody at this point wanted to marry him, knowing his reputation. Woo-hoo! So that brings us to wife four, Anne of Cleves. This is our second Anne of the two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a Catherine's that has three, sorry. Um, Anne of Cleves was born in 1515 in Dusseldorf. Duke and she was Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Um, she was born to the Duke and Duchess John the Third and Maria of Cleves. She had no education growing up. She could barely read and write, and if she could, it was only in German. So his, she did not know English. His perfect wife. Yeah, and this kind of I feel bad for her, but like not knowing English is the reason why they lasted long. Um she was <laughs> she was pretty good at needlework. So that was like her talent. (laughs) Um, Her father died. So her brother, William, became the Duke. Um, And Cleves, just so to give a little bit more background, it is a Protestant German state. Um, It opposed the Holy Roman Empire. So they wanted an alliance with England, basically. They're like, oh, we we could get along pretty well. Um, So a painter decides, I'm going to I'm going to paint your portrait, Anne. And your sister, Amelia, I'm going to paint both of you and then we'll give it to the king and kind of see who he wants. So he paints portraits of both of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he gave them or somebody else gave them to Henry for him to decide. Henry immediately became infatuated with Anne's looks. He was like, "Ooh, I know. I know she's going to be my next wife. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he sent his chief minister to negotiate them to be together. Mm-hmm. On January 1st, 1540, the 25-year-old Anne, I almost forgot her name for a second, Anna Cleves, (laughs) arrived in England. Henry disguised himself as a peasant to try to, like, play a cute little trick and be like, boo, it's me. (laughs) He thought that it would be a cute surprise. (laughs) What a weirdo. (laughs) She was shocked. She was like, what are you doing? And she was pissed at him. She's like why would you do that that is so weird but like she doesn't speak english so she was just like "Huh?" (laughs) (laughs) and henry was humiliated he's like that did not land (laughs) um he then saw anne and was like wait a second you do not look like your picture catfish yeah this is the original catfish (laughs) oh my god Um, he was like anne you're supposed to be prettier and so um, he complained that Anne was the ugly one oh, and he, and he said that the painter actually lied about her beauty. <gasps> yeah. And so immediately he's like, I need to get out of this marriage. <laughs> She's oh, just no. like, Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if he did this, it would damage German Alliance. Oh. Um, so on their wedding night, Henry kissed her and then went to sleep. He's like, okay, bye. <laughs> um, he complained the next day that her body was so quote-unquote disordered he couldn't have sex with her what he was not attracted to her at all he was like nope i can't even mm -mm, we are not having a son it was gonna be ugly Um, 
And so Anne assumed that they didn't have sex to become officially married. She was like, she had no idea because she's like not from here. So she's yeah. like, it's okay. We're not, it's okay. He loves me still. Um, she barely knew English. So even though all of the townies were gossiping, like oh, he is, he does not like her. Like he mm-hmm. won't even sleep with her. She had no idea because she only spoke German. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, hi everyone. <laughs> and she's like, she wasn't educated to know. Like- yeah. It's really Another sad. Language. I feel yeah. really bad for her. Um, but it is kind of funny to imagine her just being like, hi, husband. And he's just like, hi. Um, <laughs> that's what he deserves. But I feel so bad for her because she actually could have been with someone who could have actually liked I know. her. Yeah, I know. It's really sad. Um, A good German fellow. Right. Everybody knew how Henry felt about her. Like everyone knew. And she was really proud to be queen. She was like, I've been working for this. Not really, but she just got lucky. Um, Henry was like, I'm going to just go sleep with someone else because I'm really stressed. And so he found himself in bed with Anne's lady-in-waiting, Catherine Howard. Mm. Um, He found a way to legally divorce Anne without breaking their contract with Cleves. She was once engaged at 11 years old to a French nobleman, and it was canceled. So Henry's lawyers used it to say that she was not able to marry because he might still be after her. Oh. Yeah. And so they were able to get a divorce after seven months of her being queen. Holy shit. <laughs> um, he was like, okay, listen, I'm sorry all this went wrong. Um, money, yours. You get all the money. Um, and basically gave her a generous allowance to return to Cleves quietly without like talking about what's going on. Yeah. Um, Hush and, money. Right. And this would spare her from um, punishment or losing her head. Thank God. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, she was divorced with him and was like, okay, bye. And so she ended up getting really angry by this, which is reasonable. Yeah. You know, seven months is clean. She sent Henry a letter with her wedding ring and asked him to break it into pieces because it had no value. Oh. Yeah, I was like, yes. Unfortunately, though, the painter was beheaded for lying, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she returned to Cleves, but would visit England sometimes. They still had a good reputation with England. And she actually ended up becoming friends with Henry. So they were able to kind of like work together politically and like just like talk to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, as best as she could. She was learning e- English at this time, so she's yeah. getting better. Um, and so she was also close to his daughters and even was a part of Mary's coronation years later. So Mary kind of just like attached to all of the wives, <laughs> his first daughter. What did she get coronated to? Uh, She would be queen. Yeah, queen, I believe. Because her sister ends up being a queen. Wait, it's not Mary Queen of Scots, is it? No, no. Okay. I know they're, they're, it's hard when they all have the same name. Oh my god, I know. Because Queen Elizabeth is his other daughter. Oh, there's so queen. many Elizabeths. I know. Um, but yeah, so she learned English and became known to be very generous and kind to her servants. So she had a really good reputation. Everyone was like, she's really sweet. Um, and it just didn't work out between her and Henry. She died of cancer at the age of 52 in 1557. She actually outlived Henry and all of his other wives. She was the last Good. one alive. Yeah. And then that brings us to wife five, which was the one that um, Henry hooked up with, Catherine Howard. Mm-hmm. 
Catherine is like the seductive one. Oh, okay. The fun, young, um, attractive one that like, you know, she's like, I can easily get him. Putting herself out there. Basically, yeah. So she was born in 1523 and she had 10 siblings. Damn. Yeah. She was born to Lord Edmund Howard and Joyce Bullpepper. Um, her, <laughs> her aunt was mother was the mother of Anne Boleyn. So she was actually Anne Boleyn's cousin. All we've heard about this rumor mm-hmm. doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. So her father was noble, but he was one of 21 children. So he inherited very little money because of that. Mm. Um, he begged his relatives who were higher than him and older than him to support his big family. He's like, please, I need your help. I have all these kids and I don't know how to take care of them. Well, that's too damn bad. I know, right? Um, At the age of five, Catherine lost her mom. Her mom died. And so because there were so many siblings and her dad couldn't really afford it, Mm -hmm. she ended up um, moving with some siblings to her father's stepmother, Agnes Howard Dutch's house. Agnes had a bunch of children who already lived there. So she was just kind of like taking care of whoever could get mm-hmm. there. But there were so many of them that it was really hard to keep track of what they were doing. <laughs> Probably. So when the girls were older, they were able to sneak men to the house. Mm. And then the men would reward them with wine and gifts. So mm. they're like, oh my gosh, we're, this is so fun. Sugar babies. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and so they were all kind of told at a young age to like, hook up with men and you'll get rewarded for it basically Mm -hmm. so at age 13 Catherine was repeatedly assaulted by her music teacher jeez yeah I probably should have given a trigger warning to that but he was a 36 year old um and his name was Henry Maddox oh Henry yeah um and he would just yeah repeatedly it's really sad at 15 years old she was pursued by the Duchess's secretary Francis Durham Maddox was jealous and he was like, I'm going to go tell on her and she's going to get busted. So he came over to the Duchess, Agnes, and was like, so, you know, that girl who lives here? And she's like, which one? But like he explained, you know, mm-hmm. um, Catherine, she is going to be hooking up with this guy. They always meet at midnight. And so go into her room and you'll see it. Bye. And so um, he basically just told on her mm-hmm. for sneaking men into the house. What a bitch. Yeah. And so the Duchess did catch the two together and she sent Durham to Ireland on business. She's like, get out of here. Um, uh, before Durham left, he was like, Catherine, I promise you we will get married when I return. Okay. Do not give up on me. Catherine's uncle, the Duke of Norfolk, um, wanted to increase his power by giving the king a new wife. He's like, if I can help with that, I'll become more powerful. Mm. So immediately he thought of 17 year old Catherine. And now she would be in waiting to Anne of Cleves. And so he was trying to do anything he could to put her in his view. She's mm-hmm. like, he's like, hey, look at, look at my niece. Isn't she gorge? Um, Catherine was known to be very sweet. She loved dancing. She loved animals. She's very like innocent. Yeah. Um, and she also had a quick sense of humor. Well, she's 17. Exactly. Yeah. And Henry's 49. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he becomes obsessed with her. Ugh. Yeah, I know. It makes me want to throw up. But yeah. Um, so in the last couple months of his marriage to Anne, he repeatedly went to hook up with Catherine. Three weeks after his divorce, Catherine ended up marrying him. Catherine's just like, she's cool with just like, 
I don't know. I don't want to say that she was cool with it because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but she seemed to want to marry him probably to just become queen. Mm-hmm. They had a 10 day honeymoon. And so they were known to just like have a lot of fun together. Mm-hmm. They were like the fun couple. Henry called her the very jewel of womanhood and his rose without a throne. That's his daughter a in a sense of like that could be his daughter. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's disgusting. Even his own children are older than her. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, so he was like, I will, I'll be your sugar daddy. Whatever you want. I got you. So he was getting, buying her clothes and jewelry. And he's like, anything you want, let me know. And I'll hook it up. And so she's just like, okay, cool. Um, and then because of this, her uncle's dream came true. He got promoted. And so did all of her other relatives. So they were like, mm. yeah, I fully support this marriage. This is fantastic. Um, once she would become pregnant with a son, that's when she would be officially crowned queen. Mm. So... But here's where the issue comes. She was having a secret affair with Henry's favorite courtier, Thomas Culpepper. <laughs> I know these last names. And if you remember what happened to the last affair, saying, um, she was also blackmailed by people who knew of her sexual history. Mm. And so a bishop who hated her family was like, oh, I can get involved in this because he heard about the news. Oh, God. Yeah, and so he wrote out an entire letter saying everything that she's done and all the men she's been with and sent it to Henry. Um, And Henry's just like, I'm not going to believe this. Like, she's so innocent and sweet. Are you kidding me? She's so young. There's no way. Um, And so he doesn't believe it at first. He kind of really wants her to be innocent. Mm-hmm. But the bishop's like, no, no, I promise. Like, this is what actually happened. And so he's trying to prove any way that he can that she, you know, has had affairs mm-hmm. and that she has a sexual history. And so she, he even found um, Francis Durham that I talked about earlier because he knew of them kind of having a thing together. Mm-hmm. And he tortured Francis for information. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so finally, Francis was like, yes, we were going to get married and all this. So because of all of this happening, there was like rumors going on. Mm-hmm. Um, has Is she having an affair? All of this. And Henry's just like, there's no way. There's no way. Like he's really trying not to believe it. Um, Parliament decided to pass a new law, making it treason for Queen Consort to fail to disclose her sexual history to the king within 20 days of their marriage. Dang. So because of this new law, she had to come forward and admit everything. When she was arrested, she fell into shock. She didn't know what to do because she's thinking of like, oh, great, I'm going to die. You know, I'm so yeah. young and I'm going to die. Um, and so she she's like, OK, like, I'll just end it myself. And so she's ready to just like um, fall, follow through with suicide. So she told the guards to remove anything from her room that she might use to harm herself. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to have that power because it will happen. Um, and her the person that she was having an affair with Culpepper um, and Durham, they were both executed because of them having a relationship with her. Yeah. I'm, my guess is that Durham was still like on the side for her and they would once in a while. Cause that's who she really wanted to be with. Mm -hmm. Um, Culpepper got the ax because he was a noble man. Ooh. Yeah. Durham, they decided, mm, let's just play with him for a bit. So they hung, they hanged him um, in like 
it was just a whole big mess. Um, (laughs) The night before her execution, she asked if she could practice how to lay her head. She's like, I just want to make sure I'm comfortable for my death. (laughs) So they like brought the like chair in and she's like, should I sit like this? It's like, oh my gosh. Um, The next morning, she was terrified, but she pretty much was the most composed out of um, any that they've seen about to get beheaded. They're Mm -hmm. like, wow, she's pretty, pretty calm. Um, She was like, "Uh, I can't climb that for the scaffold. So they had to help her climb it. Um, And then she made a speech asking for mercy for her family and prayers for her soul. She's like, whatever you do, please do not come for my family. This was all me. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Axemen beheaded her Aww. at 19 years old. Oh, my God. She was buried near Anne Boleyn in the chapel. Oh. I know. It's just so sad that she was so young and, like, she just didn't want to be with Henry. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's too old. Dude, she should she should have just ran away. I know. It's devastating, but. So, second wife to get beheaded. Mm-hmm. And now it brings us to his last wife. Catherine Parr. I hope it ends in his death. It might. (laughs) Catherine Parr was born in 1512. She was the eldest daughter of Sir Thomas Parr. She was named after her godmother, Catherine of Aragon. So it was like, I think Catherine of Aragon was like her mom's best friend or something like that. Um, Her dad died when she was young. And so she became very close to her mom. Um, She loved learning everything. Um, anything that she possibly could learn. She spoke several languages fluently. She loved reading and writing, but she hated needlework. Oh, (laughs) the only one. I know, right? (laughs) Um, At age 17, she married Sir Edward Berg in his 20s, but he ended up dying four years into their marriage from a sickness. So she got married again (laughs) at the age of 22. She wed John Neville Baron Latimer, and he was twice her age. But they genuinely loved each other and got along really well. When Henry broke with Rome um, to divorce Catherine of Aragon, the Catholics rebelled against Henry. So if you remember when all of that was going on, the rebels came to the Latimer home and threatened violence if John didn't join them. Mm. And so Catherine witnessed all of this, watched her husband get dragged away, and they ransacked her house of food and supplies. Of course. I know, right? Um, And so she's here with her stepchildren because John had uh, kids. Mm -hmm. And so she's trying to take care of them. They were all just like, what do we do? They were held hostage that entire winter by the rebels. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they were threatened with death. So this led Catherine to absolutely loathe Catholicism. She's like, yeah, no kidding. I can't believe they would do this. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, the rebels were defeated, so John was able to return home. The family decided, we need a fresh start, so let's move to London. So that's what they chose to do. And Catherine loved London. She loved the entire environment there. She thought mm-hmm. the atmosphere was really great and that it just felt new. Like, there were a lot of new ideas kind of mm-hmm. sparking all over. And after eight years of marriage, um, John's health began to fade drastically. Um, Catherine was just so loving and caring. She was known to be the very sweet one. Yeah. Um, and kind of like, she's just there to help whoever needs it. Mm -hmm. And so she took care of him until he died. Um, he left her a lot of money. She was balling. Go for her. But she did not have a place in the Royal court anymore. And she really did not want to go back North. So she decided I need to become friends with someone who can help me out. 
Um, she formed a friendship with the daughter of her mother's mistress, Princess Mary. Mm. Yep. So his daughter. Okay. Um, and she, they became friends. It's just like, it's so weird that like <laughs> his daughter's so old. Um, and she was given a place in her entourage. So they they were pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Um, and while this was happening, she met Jane Seymour. It's just, it's crazy how they're all connected, but yeah. she actually fell in love with Jane Seymour's brother, Thomas, after Aww. Jane died. Um, she met Thomas and was like, oh, he's cute. Um, and so her, her and Thomas were in love and they planned to wed until Henry saw her. Oh, I know. He why? has to mess everything up. Why do you have to break <laughs> people apart? It's so sad. I'm like, because she really wanted to be with Thomas. I hate Henry so much. I know. And so Henry saw how mature she was. She was very compassionate. He described her as very bright. Um, She seemed different and better than his last wife. (laughs) A little bit of the opposite. Well, she was probably older, too. So that's why she was mature. Exactly. And because um, he knew that she'd been widowed twice. Yeah. He's like, I don't have to ask questions about her sexual history. I know that she had sex with him, you know? So he's like, it's okay. I I trust her. Well, why would he want to be with her when she's getting up there in age to where she can't provide him a son? Yeah. I think at this point he's like, I'm old too. So what's the point of getting married at that point? I don't know. God, he's just, he is a ruiner. Yeah. He he, likes to ruin things. He needs someone's life to ruin. Uh, Yeah. He's, and at this point he can't even walk anymore. He's just like, bring her to me. What a dick. I know. Uh, so Henry proposed to her and she was obviously heartbroken because oh. she wanted to marry Thomas. Couldn't she have said no? Because I feel like that was a comment. You could do that in certain instances. You could refuse. I think in that situation. Because it's a king and not yeah, just like a dude. You couldn't say no to the king. That was yeah. like the biggest thing. Um, especially King Henry. Yeah. He's been around for decades. Yeah. Ugh. I know. And so, uh, yeah, she's heartbroken. She really wanted to marry Thomas. She also never wanted to become queen. Like she was like, she was the first one to be like, I do not want that, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. But um, she didn't have much of a choice but to accept and marry him. Um, she gave, oh, she gave all three of her stepchildren. So we have, um, uh, blah, 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 I forget his son's name, um, Mary and Elizabeth and his son. Um, he gave all, she gave all of them positions at the court and she was close with all three of them. She was always nice and gentle to Henry. And so you can just imagine like his mean temper and how sweet she was. Well, that's because he's an old man. Right. And so she was constantly taking care of his leg wound and all this. And I'm just like, oh, poor girl. I feel bad for her. Really. And due to aging, he loved how affectionate she was and how she was more like a caregiver than anything. Cause he knew his final days were approaching. Yeah. So he's, she's not even a wife. Why yeah. marry her? I think he just wanted someone to like take care of him and feel sorry for him. And she was the perfect bait for that. Ugh. Yeah. And so he entrusted her with the Regency. She was a fantastic leader. She influenced, um, his, her stepdaughter, Elizabeth, Mm-hmm. who ended up becoming the queen later on. And so Elizabeth always said that out of all of her moms, <laughs> it's wow. been a lot. Um, Catherine Parr was the most influential just because of how seriously she took the job. Yeah. Um, 
And she was just really impressed by how like caring she was with all of it as well. Um, so Catherine Parr was a devout Protestant. So she tried to convince Henry to finish what he started when he broke from Rome. And she wanted to fully reform the English church. He was pissed mm. that she tried to tell him what to do. She's like, he's like, you do not mess with me, <laughs> woman. You do not tell me what to do. And so he's like, you're going to be arrested. Or no, he didn't tell her that. But he was like, I'm going to arrest her. <laughs> so he wanted her arrested just for like mentioning that. Um, and so he drew up an arrest warrant for her. He already had his eye on a seventh wife, oh, Catherine God. Brandon. <laughs> Another Catherine. I know. Catherine Parr. <laughs> There's so many Catherines. Catherine Parr received warning of the arrest. And so she was like, excuse me? So she went to go talk to Henry. And she's like, listen, I'm sorry I did that. I will never do that again. I was not trying to lecture you at all. She knew how to sweet talk him. Yeah. So she's like, I wasn't trying to lecture you. I just brought up religion because I know that you are very smart and I really needed your guidance. Manipulate. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm like, why didn't the other girls manipulate him a bit more? But it's, yeah, they were in different situations. <laughs> um, but he was like, okay, you're right. Thank you for thinking I'm so smart. <laughs> and so this lie saved her life and they went back to on, on good terms. Mm hmm. But yeah, so like she pissed him off, but not to the point of the others. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 1547, they were married for four years. Henry had now been on the throne for 38 years. Dang. Henry ended up catching a horrible disease and he died at age 55. Yes, <laughs> finally. I know. Bless. <laughs> he was laid to rest in St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle next to his third wife, Jane Seymour. Mm. the only wife to have ever to have never pissed him off like i said earlier <laughs> just because she didn't live long enough probably and buried him a son exactly um catherine parr was left very wealthy and Hell she yeah. was like wait a second now i can have thomas seymour her first yes love. now this sounds good but it doesn't end good oh <laughs> i'm sorry to break it to you uh the Regency Council would never allow her to marry after King the, the king died so soon. Like they, mm. they were like, "Excuse me," so they had to do it secretly. Um, so she ended up secretly getting married to Thomas, but the news ended up becoming public. Oh no! And this was a huge scandal. Oh, I bet. Yeah, and um, her stepkids were actually more mad at her than anyone. They're like, "Come on! Like, didn't you love him?" Um, and so, yeah, they were the most pissed off by this news. Um, Catherine was like, whatever, guys, just leave me alone. She doesn't really care about being queen. She's just like, I just want to live my life. Um, and so she's writing. She wrote books. She wrote prayers. She wrote poems, music. Like, she was a huge artist, um, which is actually something that she should be more known for rather mm -hmm. than being King Henry's wife. Um, but of course he gets the credit, you know what I mean? Of course. Um, and she was actually the first woman in English or er, English, the first woman in England to publish under her own name. Oh. I know. So at 35 years old, she got pregnant, which was a huge surprise. This was her first ever pregnancy. And this was her fourth marriage now. Dang. Yeah. Um, Thomas flirted heavily with the Princess Elizabeth. Oh. I know. Yeah. Her stepdaughter. No. And so while she's busy being pregnant, him and Catherine are embracing each other. 
Him and Catherine? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. There's so many names. While Catherine's busy being pregnant, Thomas and Elizabeth embrace each other. Uh, Elizabeth is living in their house. So it's not very secretive when when you're walking into a room and you see that, which is what Catherine did. She caught them together and instantly sent Elizabeth away. Because it's her fault. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Both of them. I know. Kick them to the curb. (laughs) Wreck them. Wreck them. Is that what you say? Yeah. Okay. Um, In August 1548, Catherine had her daughter. And her name was Mary. Another Mary? Why? Of course. But unfortunately, Catherine died six days later from childbirth fever caused by poor hygiene during the delivery. Oh. I know. Infection, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, But she outlived King Henry by 18 months. So barely, but she did it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, She had the first Protestant funeral held in England. Thomas Seymour proposed to Princess Elizabeth shortly after. Little bitch. I know. I like at first you're rooting for them. You're like, you guys would be so good together. And then he does that. Yeah. But he wanted someone younger. (sighs) Elizabeth was like, no. (laughs) So she actually ended up turning him down. Oh, shit. Yeah. And he was beheaded for treason a year later. Good. I know. Right. I'm like, if anyone's getting beheaded, it better be Thomas. (laughs) Um, His heir, Jane Seymour's son, Edward. There's his name. Edward the sixth was king for six years, and then he died at age 15. Oh. Yeah. So even though they had a son... Dude, Henry's getting screwed in the afterlife. (laughs) Yeah. So Catherine of Aragon's daughter, Mary, ruled for five years, but Catherine wasn't really, like, into it. She was like, whatever. Me, Mary? Yes. My God. I'm sorry. (laughs) Catherine's and Mary's and Anne's. It's like, Jesus. Oh, my. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Mary's not into it. Uh, Anne Boleyn's daughter, Elizabeth I, reigned for 44 years, which means she actually surpassed her father as the greatest monarch in English history. Woo! Elizabeth! So even though Anne Boleyn was, like, the one that everyone hated, (laughs) at least she had Elizabeth. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I guess they hated Anne, and then they hated uh, Catherine Howard, but... Yeah. Okay. So that's the end of the story. But, of course, I have to talk about the musical just a bit. I'm not going to give you all the deets. But what's really cool about this musical, again, it's called Six. If you've never heard of it, go check it out. Um, What it is is basically all six wives are there. And it's like they're putting on a pop concert. So they're all like, hey, thanks for coming tonight. We're the six wives. And they sing a song called X Wives. That's like the first song that that they sing. And they're just introducing themselves. So they like talk a little bit about their story. Like Jane Seymour, the only one he truly loved. And they're like, road. But yeah, so it's like they're competing for who had the worst life. Oh my God. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, And so they're like, they're bragging about like how many miscarriages they had. And like, well, he didn't let me marry this guy. Um, I didn't even have the chance to get married. I was 17. Like, it was like, you know, they like just go off of each other. Yeah. Uh, my favorite of the, of the wives in the musical is actually Anne Boleyn because she like just instantly mentions that she was beheaded right away. (laughs) She's like, at least you didn't lose your head. (laughs) And then Catherine Howard's like, yeah. (laughs) Um, it's just kind of, it's a fun like competition basically Mm -hmm. because they want the audience to vote, to vote on like who is their favorite queen. 
Yeah. By like who was the most legendary and went through the most. So it's like it's like a audience participation. I mean, sort of. It's more so just like we're gonna put on a show. Yeah. I don't. It's it's never like at the end, no one votes or anything. Didn't, does Henry ever make an appearance? No. <laughs> I love so, that. So, um, they each sing a song. Yeah. That goes with them, and um, I'm really glad that I researched because now the songs make more sense to me. Yeah. Um, so they all sing ex wives. And then they're like, okay, it's time for us to take turns. And so, of course, we have Catherine of Aragon first. She sings a song called No Way. And she's singing about how she was loyal to Henry despite his affairs. And she was <laughs> always by his side. Um, and so she's like, you're never going to replace me. Like, that's basically what the song's about. Um, her character is, like, the very strong one. Like, yeah. how she would have been. Um and then Don't Lose Your Head is the next song oh, God. <laughs> by Anne Boleyn. And she's telling her story, including her beheading and being forced to live um, with Catherine of Aragon, basically. Yeah. And so those two, they just have a feud the whole time. It's really <laughs> funny. But um, hers is like a fun song because she's yeah. like more comedic, um, which is kind of fun. And then, of course, she loses her head. <laughs> they don't like, obviously, they don't like show that. She's just singing. But it's still fun. And then, of course, because um, Jane Seymour is, like, the one that was, like, in love. Mm -hmm. And, like, they were so happy together until she died. Hers is more of a ballad. Yeah. It's a very, like, it's a really pretty song um, called Heart of Stone. And she's basically, like, before her song, she's like, I just love him so much. I don't know how I'm going to (laughs) sing. Like, she's like, I'm just so emotional. Um, And so she sings about giving him a son. And never being able to be a mom, like never being able to see her son grow up. It's Mm -hmm. really sad. Um, But she stayed by his side no matter what. And she loved him because she has a heart of stone. So it can see past his imperfections. Mm. It's a really good song. I like that one a lot. And then we have a fun song that they all sing together called um, Hoss of Holbein. That's how they they say it. Um, And they're all just like talking about beauty standards back then. And then um, it introduces the portrait of Anne of Cleves. And so they show like the painter. Oh, God. (laughs) And they're like, make her look beautiful. Come on. (laughs) Um, And then Get Down is Anne of Cleves' song. And she's just like, um, her song is more so about like her life um, without Henry. Yeah. So it's about how like she's very independent. Mm Mm-hmm. And doesn't really need a man. Um, after her divorce with Henry, she never got remarried, which is kind of cool. She was very much like, I'm independent. I can do this by myself. Yeah. And so she's like, the whole, a lot of the song is about her, like talking about the portrait and being like, it may not have been good enough for you, but it's a good portrait. And so she's like, <laughs> I'll hang it up for everyone to see. <laughs> um, so I love that song. And then Catherine Howard, you know, the... The, the young one she's like i think we can all agree i'm a 10 among these three these threes because they're all threes and she's a 10 uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she sings a song called all you want to do and it's her songs about being taken advantage of when all she wanted was like a mm-hmm. friend you know um and then my favorite part uh, when i was watching the bootleg is Catherine parr they made her character very much like reserved like she didn't really care about this competition because she didn't want to be queen yeah so she's kind of just standing there like all right guys is it over and they're like you have to sing something and she's like okay and she's very like nice to them and she's like okay i guess i will (laughs) and so she's like i don't know what to talk about um and so they like kind of have to get information out of her yeah and so um she ends up starting by talking about how like she just doesn't think that he should be the one getting credit for their stories. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we're the ones that had the life. Why are we only known to be 
um, his wives. Like, she's like, can you guys name King Henry IV's wife? And they're like, no. Can you name King Henry V's wife? And they're like, no. And so she's like, so none of the wives are known for what they went through, but we remember the king. And so she's just kind of talking about, like, we can rewrite history by um, letting people know more about us instead of, like, being known as the as King Henry's six wives, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what her character does is just like, let's get over this guy. Why are we fighting about him? Yeah. He's a dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so she sings a song called I Don't Need Your Love. And she talks about um, the letter she wrote to Thomas saying that she has to marry Henry. Um, and then she also talks about outliving him. Um, she did a lot in her life and she doesn't want to just have people talk about her life with Henry. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up with all the women coming together and singing it like, I don't need your love. And they're all like, <laughs> yeah, we don't need him. Um, and so they all just realize at the end of the musical that like, they're not, it shouldn't be a competition Yeah, because they all went through shit with him and he's not even worth it. Yeah. So they all kind of come together. And then the last song is called six. <laughs> um, and it talks about how their lives would have been if they never married him. Oh my God, I'm here for that. Yes, you have to listen to it. It's so that's fun. The, that's the what if that I'm very curious yeah. of. It's just like, what if um, certain things didn't happen? Right, right. Or like, what if he never ran into any of the women? Like, mm-hmm. how would their lives be different? Especially the ones who got beheaded. I'm like, yeah, they could have lived a life. Exactly. Catherine Howard was 17, 19 when she was beheaded. I'm yeah. like, Jesus, but... Yeah, I had so much fun researching this. I've been wanting to do it forever. And I love that musical. Please go check it out. I'm sorry if you're not a musical theater fan, but um, it's cool because it ties in with history too. I think this is probably one of my favorite discussions that we've had because mm-hmm. I'm just so intrigued to like how I just, it, it blows my mind how devoted these women were in a sense mm-hmm. of just like not losing their shit to be like, absolutely not. I know. Like, I would be beheaded right there. And, And, yeah, the two that were most willing to stick up for themselves were the ones that were beheaded, you know? It was like... I mean, Catherine of Aragon, I don't know how she... How she was never beheaded, but... Oh, my God, I know. (laughs) Because she was like... I'm not, I'm not leaving no matter what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she knew her laws. Like she was very educated with that. Good for her. Yeah. So that's the six wives. (laughs) I enjoyed that one. That one was fun. fun. It's a fun one. It's intense. Like just how much tea there is. Yes. But I don't know. I feel like my favorite is, uh, the last wife (laughs) just cause she's like more independent and she was just like, I don't even want to marry you. No, she was doing her own thing. She had her own life before him. She was going to... I honestly think that her marriage would have been a little bit better with Thomas if she had never met... Mm-hmm. Um, Henry. Henry, because then they wouldn't have been in that inner circle and he would have never met Elizabeth. Yeah, exactly. But then again, he could have just cheated on her with right. another woman. Like, like, you never know. Like, that would have been such a cute love story if, like, she would have been done with Henry and then would go to Thomas and they'd be happily ever after. But it can never be like that back then. No. Never. Never. And then the second the girl cheats on him, it's like, oh, behead her, little bitch. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah. But that's how it was. What a so. fun episode. I know. I had a lot of fun with this um yeah it was great (laughs) i love it where can you find us you can find us on facebook instagram tiktok and youtube at history the podcast you can also email us at history the podcast at gmail.com 
send us your episode requests and anything that you want to share especially with spooky season Give absolutely us some urban legends that we can oh, talk about yes oh there's so many things Ooh, so many things we could do yes let us know about that i'm very intrigued me too <laughs> very excited okay sweet we'll talk to you guys soon next week bye okay goodbye <laughs>